0: Hey everybody, my name is Michael Gruber and welcome to the Endure Podcast. Today we're going to talk about the idea of rising again, persevering, getting back up when you're knocked down, never giving up. We're going to look at a proverb, we're going to look at some psalms, we're going to read some stuff that Paul wrote, and then we're going to talk about a man named Ryan Hall, who's a prolific U.S. marathoner who I believe epitomizes the idea of getting up and continuing to press on. Look forward to catching up with you here soon. You're listening to The Endure Podcast. Thanks for joining us today in our pursuit of victory in life through Jesus Christ. Hey everybody, welcome back to The Endure Podcast. Today we're continuing on a series called Be Prepared for Battle. And today's episode is called Rise Again, the fourth episode in this series. As a quick uh, summary... Episode one was called Preparation Begins in the Mind. And here we spend some time talking about the importance of recognizing the fact and acknowledging the fact that we are in a spiritual battle. We're in a spiritual war with a real enemy, uh, and that's important to our lives as believers to recognize it, acknowledge it, accept it. That way we can prepare for it. And part of that preparation is recognizing that we are victorious through Jesus Christ. In John 16, 33, Jesus says, In this world you will have tribulation, but do not fear. I have overcome the world. And in John 10, ten, Jesus says, The thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy, but I have come that they might have life and have it more abundantly. And so both of those verses there when Jesus is talking, I believe it's it's important to recognize again that there is a thief, that there is an enemy. But don't let that uh don't let that distract you. Don't let that discourage you, because through Jesus Christ, we have victory. Then we moved on to episode two and episode three, episode two being called The Joy Set Before You, and episode three called um, Attitude is Everything. And in those two episodes, we really focused on talking about that mentality, that outlook. We looked at Hebrews, where it says um, that Jesus Uh, For the joy that was set before him, endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. That's important because what Jesus did is he looked beyond his circumstances. He looked beyond the pain and the agony and everything he was going to have to endure on our behalf. He looked past the cross and he looked to the Father and he put his eyes on the Father and he counted it joy. And our attitude and our outlook really dictates so much in how we process and how we work through and how we uh, rise above our our circumstances in life. And we also looked at some verses from Paul where he just talks about be joyful always, pray continually, you know, do everything without grumbling and complaining, choosing to have that right outlook, that right attitude on life. Because when we grumble, when we complain, when we talk about you know, bad about people when we're bitter, when we let anger and frustration and rage and malice and these things into our heart. Um, you really just open up the door for the enemy. You open up the door for the enemy to come in and uh, and really eat your lunch. And so that's that is why choosing joy and that is why choosing uh, to be full of faith and choosing to see the best in people. That guards you and protects you from that. And it keeps your attitude and your mind in a place of victory uh, and identity in Jesus Christ. All right. So if we go ahead and then just launch into Rise Again. Proverbs twenty four sixteen in the New King James says, For a righteous man may fall seven times and rise again, but the wicked shall fall by calamity. And so this is such a great verse. It's such an encouragement to say righteous man may fall seven times, but he's going to get back up. And ultimately in life, that's what it's all about. In our walk as believers, as Christians, as husbands, as fathers, as sons and daughters, right? That is part of what we must do is rise again. That I believe that the Lord has called all of us to do far more than we are probably achieving right now. And part of that upward call, that high call through Christ Jesus, is to go hard and commit to those things which the Lord has placed on your heart. And along that journey, you are going to endure setback, you're going to endure failure. You're going to endure persecution. You're going to endure hard times because that's just the nature of this world. That's the nature of the enemy. But we can have victory through faith in Jesus Christ. And so that's why it's so important and imperative that we continue to rise again. Winston Churchill had a quote called, excuse me, Winston Churchill had a quote that said, success is the ability to never fail. That's actually a lie. (laughs) What he actually said was, that that sounds good though, right? The success is the ability to never fail. No, what he actually said was, success is the ability to go from one failure to another without the loss of enthusiasm. And I'll say that again. Success is the ability to go from one failure to another without the loss of enthusiasm. And in that instance, in that quote, you just have to accept the fact that you're not always going to get it right. And something I may talk about later on at some point in this podcast, but the idea of, um, I may get into this more, but the idea of competition, which is something that we've talked about in this series a decent amount already. But one area I've been really thinking about is competing versus winning, right? And I think the idea of learning how to compete learning how to show up, how to work hard, how to pay your dues, how to go out there and do the best you can, competing in many ways is, is completely separate from winning. And so for me, as I've thought through this, I think the focus is learning how to compete because times there are gonna be times when you compete and you're not gonna win and that's okay, right? We all like to win, I get it. I, I like to win, um, but the, the reality is you're not always going to win. So the idea of competing, I think, ties in nicely with the idea of, you know, falling and rising again, falling and rising again, because that is part of the journey. That is part of the journey of life that we're all on. And, and so really, you know, it's, it's, it's getting back up. And so I'll ask this question then in, this, in the light of, you know, falling and, and failing throughout that journey what are you going hard after what is the lord what has the lord placed on your heart uh, to do or to say it may be to encourage somebody it may be to share the gospel with somebody Um, it may be to go after a, a big goal or to go after something that's that's far beyond you know what you believe that you can you can attain and so i'd ask you what are you what are you going after and if you're not, why not? You know, What are you afraid of? What's holding you back from, from, from going after that? And most likely, one of those answers is fear. Fear of failure. Uh, it could be feeling like you're not good enough. It could be remembering past wounds, uh, past heartaches, past hurts, and deciding that you don't want to go there again. You're not willing to pay that price to go back there. Um, and so that's part of this idea. Of getting up, of rising again, and continuing to press into these things, regardless of um, regardless of whether you you succeed the first time or not. So I want to move over and read here from the Psalms a little bit. Psalms 37:23 and 24. Um, we're going to start with the Amplified Classic says the steps of a good man are directed and established by the Lord when he delights in his way and he busies himself with every step. So part of your success, quote unquote success, is uh, being established by the Lord when you delight in his way. When you delight to do the things that God wants you to do, uh, that's a good thing because you're hooking up with God and you're You're allowing him to put you on that path. You are putting yourself in a place to walk on that path that he has for you um, and allowing him to to do great things through you. And then it goes on to say, though he falls, he shall not be utterly cast down for the Lord grasps his hand and support and upholds him. And then in the New Living Translation, he says, though they stumble, they will never fall for the Lord holds them by the hand. And so the righteous man may stumble or the righteous man may fall, but he's not going to stop getting back up. And that's what we're going after here. We are going after getting back up, rise again. Psalm 40, uh, one and two in the New King James, he says, I waited patiently for the Lord and he inclined to me and heard my cry. He also brought me up out of a horrible pit, out of the miry clay, and set my feet upon a rock and establish my steps. So I love when David writes this. Uh, you know, in the midst of despair, uh, in the midst of being persecuted and chased by Saul, uh, Saul wanting to kill him. You know, David going through the the highs and the lows, the times when even his own men were talking about stoning him because they came back to their camp and their families were gone. Uh, Camp families were gone, their town was burned, Uh, his men wanted to stone him. And and David, he, he was a man who knew what it meant to be in the bottomless pit of despair. However, he talks about the Lord. He says, he also brought me up out of a horrible pit, out of the miry clay, and he set my feet upon a rock and established my steps. And so no matter what we're going through in life, We should be able to find uh, comfort in knowing that God is never going to leave us. He's never going to forsake us, and our job is to continue to rise again. So I'd like to take a little bit of time here and talk about a man that I believe represents the idea of rise again to the T. And some of you may know him, but his name is Ryan Hall. He's a professional, was a professional marathoner for the U.S., Uh, And just a prolific athlete who showed so much promise and so much hope, um, and ultimately came up well short of what he believed that he was capable of doing. All right, so I picked up Ryan Hall sometime in uh, 2007 on his upward swing um, to achieving some great things for the U.S. and putting them on the map or back on the map, and and, um, uh, you know, on on the international scene for the marathon. So just a little bit of his stats, in 2007, he became the U.S. Marathon half record holder where he ran a 59.43. So he ran over 13 miles an hour, uh, which is incredible in my mind. Um, He placed first at the Olympic trials. He um, had a great buildup, a great run up to the 2008 Olympics. Uh, And that's kind of where I caught his story as he was believing big things. Right. So Ryan Hall is not just a man who was a believer, but he was somebody who was not afraid to put his vision out there and and tell people about Christ and tell people about his faith. And I just loved how he used his platform to to share the gospel, very outspoken, very charismatic. Uh, And so he shared that vision and he truly believed that um, that the Olympics was going to be his David and Goliath moment that he was going to slay the giant and he was going to go to Beijing and and win the Olympics. And so he went through the whole training cycle and um, ultimately he came up well short of that goal. He finished 10th that year. And and I know that he was obviously just disappointed is probably much of an understatement, but he was very disappointed in coming up short, but he had to rise again. He didn't stay down. He didn't count himself out. And he got back on the horse and continued training. And so he, he continued on in those next couple years to do very well by most people's standards. He placed fourth at, uh, at Boston one year or a couple years. He placed third at Boston in 2009. He placed fourth at the New York City Marathon. Um, he placed <clears throat> He placed fifth at the Chicago Marathon. Um, so he was doing really well. He was competing with some of the great, the best and greatest talent in the world at some of these marathons. Um, but he was still was coming up short of what his goal was. You know, I think at an absolute minimum was to win one of these major marathons. And so his next target became the 2012 Olympics in, uh, in London, and so he went through his uh, his whole training cycle, and at some point, early right around that twenty twelve period, uh, he he basically became. Uh, I guess you could just say he he dropped his coach, and he said he was going to be coached by God, that he was going to do what he called faith based training, and really make it a point to be led by the Holy Spirit and allow the Holy Spirit. To, to train him, to show him, and he believed his, and his ability to hear, uh, and, he, and he took that approach. And I commend the guy for having the courage to do what he felt like was right for him, even though he was met with a lot of, um, a lot of criticism. In those circles, you run with elite athletes, you get trained by elite coaches, you run elite miles, uh, you put in well over 100 mile weeks, and he chose to take the opposite approach. He trained mostly by himself. And I think his wife, who is also an Olympic athlete, he did a lot of those runs with some close friends. Uh, and he really just tried to hone in and hear from the Lord. And, and so through that process, you know, he goes out to London and in the 2012 Olympics, and he, he doesn't finish. He dropped from the race. I think it was around mile 11 or so. Um, and he pulled out. You know, and and that was kind of the beginning of the end for him. I think a few more marathons after that, he he tried to run and, and finish, but but it never really panned out for the man. You know, and I remember watching that and just thinking, man, that was that had have been so frustrating. I was frustrated because I was hoping so so much that he was going to win that big race. He was going to win the Olympics. You know, and kind of like through that faith journey, if you want to say, prove. Uh, you know, prove that hey, you can do the things that you set your mind to through Christ, that you can defy the odds and and be and be coached through your faith and by the Holy Spirit and succeed and accomplish, right? And so to see that dream come to an end was was really hard to watch. Um, and so I found a quote uh, at during that period where Ryan Hall said. Up to this point, I always believed my best races were still ahead of me. I've explored every issue to get back to the level I've been at and my body is not responding. I realized it was time to stop striving, to finally be satisfied and decide mission accomplished. And so that is coming from a man who who knew the highs and knew the lows from a man who walked through the valley of despair as he was trying to figure out why is he not able to do these things that he truly felt like he was called to do. And so that brings me to a point in the notion of rise again is that success doesn't always equal you know, victory. And that's why I've been really thinking about how I define you know, the idea of competing versus winning. It's not necessarily about the victory. It's not necessarily about the medal. It's obviously the journey and the process. But I think more important than that is being faithful with what you believe the Lord is asking you to do. It's being faithful to go hard after those things, to go all in on the things that, that the Lord has placed on your heart. And in order to do that, you have to be ready to endure setback, failure, hardship, persecution, you know, stepping out in faith and, and and preaching the word of God, you are going to endure persecution, sharing the gospel with people you don't know or sharing the gospel with people that you know and your loved ones. You are going to face ridicule. People are going to mock you. They're going to scorn you. And you've got to be ready to endure that and not let that Beat you down and keep you down. Don't let the enemy get you to a place where you stop rising again. If we look at 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 7 through 10 in the New King James, um, I'm going to just, I'm going to cut in here. And then Paul says, we are hard pressed on every side, yet not crushed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Struck down, but not destroyed. And so, yeah, I just love the way that Paul lays it out. Like, hey, man, we're hard pressed, but we're not crushed. We're perplexed, but not despair. We're persecuted, but not forsaken. And we're struck down, but I'm, I'm not destroyed. I'm getting back up every single time. I'm getting back up, I'm rising again, and I'm pressing forward to the things that God has called me to. If we look at those same verses in the Amplified Classics, classic, excuse me, in the Amplified Classic, it says, We are hedged in, pressed on every side, troubled and opposed, oppressed in every way, but not cramped or crushed. We suffer embarrassments and are perplexed and unable to find a way out, but not driven to despair. We are pursued, persecuted and hard-driven, but not deserted to stand alone. We are struck down to the ground, but never struck out and destroyed." So I just want to encourage you in this podcast here to really take on that mentality, right? Take on that mentality of rise again. Don't ever stop getting back up. And so if I can just jump back over to kind of close uh, on some thoughts with Ryan Hall. So I watched a a documentary on him about a year and a half ago. And uh, it's a long story. That documentary literally took uh, I think like six years for them to complete. And at that point, I was kind of frustrated because I had given into a GoFundMe and blah, blah, blah. Um, but here's the thing. I remember watching that video, that documentary, and when he decided, when he announced his official retirement, ASICS, his sponsor, put together a video for him. It had all kinds of runners that they interviewed and said, thank you, and, and just talked about what an inspiration he was. Um, and I remember him, Ryan Hall, saying, you know, there was a scene at the end where his dog came sprinting out to run after him and go on a run with him. And he said, Ryan Hall said, um, he said, you know, that when he saw that moment in the video, he, he broke down because he said, I knew that I was never going to run that wide open again. And that was something that really um, was really hard for him you know, as he laid down that dream to chase the marathon and move on to a new phase and season in life. And so when Ryan Hall says, man, I basically gave up that dream to chase so hard after that he had been pursuing all of his life or most of his life, um, that really resonated with me, right? And again, so he is a man, even though he laid down one dream, and concluded that he had run his course, he had run his race to the point where it was time to move on to a new race, Um, he is someone that never stopped getting back up. He was someone who dreamed big, who went big, who went for it, who laid it all on the line. He was a man that put his faith out there. That's what I, I, I commend him for, putting his faith out there, for letting people know who he was, who he was in Christ, who they were in Christ, and used his running, used his platform as an elite athlete to share the gospel, to further the gospel. All right, guys, uh, I think that does it for today's episode. I have a few more episodes in mind. Uh, I've been just reading up and doing some more studying, and the Lord's been really encouraging me and showing me some great things that I look forward to passing along to you.